My first rifle was a 243. Papa gave daddy and daddy gave to me. And they taught me how to shoot with a steady hand. I guess that's something you don't understand. Welcome to another episode of All American Wing Shooting Podcast. Today is a special day because this has been a longtime friend of mine. Um, we probably, it's just a household name. We're all wearing his gear. Brian Horn with Over Under is finally making it on the podcast. How we doing? Hey, we've talked about this for over a year. I know, I know. Pin, <laughs> pinning me down. And then you're, you're, you know, I wish I was traveling like you do, but I love seeing all your adventures. So I'm glad I get to catch up with you in your office and I'm in my mobile office here. I know. Well, what is so funny is we'll get on a planning call about an event or something coming up and we'll talk for two hours and I'll hang up the phone and I'll say, why in the heck didn't we make that a podcast? Yep. Just should have recorded it. Every so, time I'm like, man, why didn't we record that one? Well, timing so, is everything. So we are, we're here now. So, um, well, I'll, I'm I'll... super excited to hear about your last 24 hours and a last minute trip to Charleston, just growing your brand left and right. We're, uh, that's, that's the goal, right? And as you yeah. know, we're just discussing, um, with a, you know, a team of individuals that have been, we have an awesome team. We want to keep those guys blowing and going and growing and then um i say all the time but i've got four little girls and four mouths to feed and four weddings to pay for so we got to sell a bunch of gear <laughs> well talking about over under the product stands for itself i can't wear out a t-shirt i can't wear out a t-shirt i'm and and i get in trouble because i'll end up posting like old school stuff because it's my favorite instead of right. wearing like the new stuff you know but you just get that favorite shirt and you just wear it all the time and i find myself doing that and like you're wearing the new logo on your hat yep. i haven't switched over to that either it's like um i'm it's like when we got stuck in the 90s <laughs> and we never came out i'm exactly. kind of like that with your gear i have my favorite stuff that fits so good well, you know, I'm glad you said because honestly, you know, even just even on talking about a T-shirt, right? People were like, oh, it's a T-shirt's a T-shirt. Well, it's funny because gosh, I guess it was 12 years ago, 13, well, more than that, 2010, 13 years ago, really not, oh, nine, when I started pulling out all my old college shirts, fraternity shirts, whatever, to kind of look at what, you know, what made a good T-shirt, what it was. Back then, it was when you and I were growing up, it was all Hanes beefy tees. You know, it was like, yeah. comfort, I'm sure comfort comfort. <laughs> around but it wasn't a thing right now it's like you know all the rage is covered colors that kind of garment wash but point is we you know from the get-go maybe i'll jump to this first it really came from the name like to, to have a quality piece of gear even as simple as a t-shirt the name over under and i, I you know I'll probably I'll, I'll hit on this because it is important um the goal obviously was an over under shotgun right like me and you know you shoot them they were a finer tool for wing shooting they had better choice woods, better metals. Um, there was obviously a lot of them. There was attention to, to detail on the engraving. There was usually a, a wing shooting scene or, or some type of scroll work and detail. So the whole goal of this thing, I was like, man, and, and sorry, that came from me as like a probably a 12-year-old kid. I wanted to run a shotgun so bad. And my dad was like, look, if you want one of those, I mean, back then, like a used, I bought a used old one for my dad's buddy. I think I still paid eight fifty for that thing. You know, this is like in what 1991 92 
you know? So he was like, if you want one of those, like, you know, we had a bunch of hand-me-downs and, and cool old guns, Model 42s and, and, and different things. But he's like, look, you're paying for it. You know, you got to get it. So point is I wanted one so badly because just, they just were, they looked awesome. They were just, you know, it was a finer, a finer uh, firearm. So the name, when I came up with the name, was like, okay, well, what is that? Well, over-unders had, had better choice, you know, materials. They were, they were a piece of art, right? They were a tool for wing shooting, but it was also the aesthetic. It was a piece of artwork. So I was like, man, even as somewhat, something as simple as a t-shirt, but more along the lines of a wallet. And as, as we get into the finer gear, I was like, I want it to be functional, right? Everything, gear, clothing, it's, it's got to be functional. So it is a tool. It's like a gun's a tool for wing shooting, but I want it to be a piece of, of artwork. And, and that's kind of what everything kind of came together with the name going, Hey, let's make it like an over under shotgun, all things we make, it needs to be functional and, and good fabrics and, and good leathers, but it needs to be also, you know, aesthetically pleasing to the eye and a piece of artwork. And you talk about t-shirts, even on a t-shirt, if I told about these artists the other day, we worked with a graphic design team in Mobile. And I was like, their name's Arlen and Jess. Um, and I was like, Arlen and, and Jess, if, you, if everybody could just see what goes into a t-shirt, like we don't just go put a dog on it, put a duck on it. Like I'll literally get down to like, okay, the wings coming this way. The Mallard's wings are cupped this direction. We're trying to recreate this timber hole scene and the collar would be here, you know, shooters here, a duck, not that dog stand. This is actually the stand you would use. You know, all those things that are become accurate for authenticity when you ask us kind of about our brand and what makes us different that's a word that i use all the time is is being authentic so i kind of jumped all over the place with you there but but the name over under was that was the goal was to make quality things but it was also you know to have elements of design and we can get into that further when we talk about our wax jackets and our our our, our coolers and just different things because i mean i'm such a stickler for detail and having things work in the field and you see a lot of brands not knocking other brands I mean, it's america you can do whatever you want there's a lot of guys that have built business on putting a dog a truck a flag you know whatever on a t-shirt we just i've said from the get-go to my team and our design team and anybody i work with we want to be different we always want something to just be i want folks to know there's just something different about us and, and what is it you know what what is that difference whether it's more detail whether it's our outspoken faith um I don't know. So anyway, that's kind of, it's definitely different. Um, I would say, you know, I came on as an ambassador, which was totally a fluke because when I came on with you guys, I was borderline anti-lab and I just thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. I'd ran my mouth so bad and I was the short hair snob and I literally just wanted to give somebody a gift because I saw your brand all the time on Instagram. And so I just and reached out to make sure that I had the I would have the right mailing address based on my schedule. <laughs> and funny. um, and the next thing I know, like I have hit it off with, I think I ended up talking with Joe. Oh, and I'm sure. like, these the guys are awesome. Yep. Yeah, you were so one anyways, of the first ones. Yeah. Funny, cool. I didn't know that about you until we met in person. You're like, you're like, funny thing is, I was not, you know, it's when you had littles and you're like, I was not a lab, a lab, you know, you're all lab fan. And, no. Um, no, I wasn't. Oh. but your products, your products, when you get them and you unpack them, you, you wear them for the first time, you can tell a difference in quality, but it's almost like it's old school. Like it just feels like old school, even though it's brand new. And so, I mean, we've been friends now for years. We do a lot of brainstorming and talking about branding and visualization. You are a dreamer. 
And thank God you have the team that you do and the wife that you have, right? Because I don't have that. And I'm like, man, if I could find those people, I could actually move the needle so much quicker because it's hard for us. Like there's this saying that I stole from a, a dear friend of mine who's been very, very successful. She says, I can bring the circus to town, but I can't park the cars. Yep. You know, uh, and that's I'm, who we are. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. Hey, I'm a dreamer. I'm a visionary. If I could, you know, I get, I dream big, right? Oh, I love, I could take a whiteboard 40 feet long and fill it. <laughs> yeah. We want to have over under lodges one day and over under furniture and over under vehicles and, you know, maybe over yeah. under kennels, you know, right? So, um, but like you said, you've got to have, I mean, you hit on something very important. You've got to have a team and, and you've got to have the, not just a team, you got to have the right people sit on the right seats in the bus, man. And we, we, you hear that in business all the time, but it's been super you know, evident to me the last several years that, gosh, if I can just get, you know, the right folks, we've got the right folks in a lot of places, but I just, I have them wearing so many hats, too many mm-hmm. hats. Um, Taylor Watson. I don't want to get up on your team yet because I have not finished about my favorite yep. products. As a female, we don't have as many options in the industry as a whole, right? And I know that you and I constantly beat this dead horse. But if we don't have the females that are creating the demand, we just are where we are. And so, um, you know, yes, females are the fastest growing demographic in the outdoors. They are also the first to fall off. So we're getting in there, but we're not keeping them there. So, you know, um, for all the females that are messaging me all the time about what do you wear here? What do you do there? Well, I can wear a small in over under men's shirts. (laughs) And I found that out. You got to work on that for you. And I know we discussed it. And that's part that's one of those whiteboard dreams. But yeah, you know what? It's so nice. And there's a lot of times that companies have to skimp on the quality of the female version of certain things where if I didn't tell people that I was wearing a man shirt, when I, when I put on your button down, nobody would ever know on my field shirts. They're awesome. They're some of my favorite quality field shirts. So anyways, I'm just throwing that out there, like defending you because it's like, well, why don't they have women's things? Well, because there's just not enough of us. And well, I, and like, I can't change that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you know, quite what goes into like, it was like, Oh, you know, you should do this. I'm like, well, politely, that's about 10K just to get like 10 grand, just to like kind of dip our toe in the water. You yeah. Know? Just because it's, it's, you get into minimum orders and quantities. And before you know it, you spent time, energy, invested in, in tech design and, and tech packs and product development and, and samples. And you, you go sell 55 units to stores. You're like, well, that, that didn't work. <laughs> right. Know, so. Exactly. Yeah. And so, Anyways, I'm just throwing it out there that that just because it may not be marketed to us doesn't mean that it doesn't work for us. Well, and, and, and say we are it is not that we are not listening because we do get a, like you, we get a, a lot of messages like I love we got one the other day. I love this shirt. Why isn't there more women's stuff? You know, and it's yeah. I was be honest, five years ago we didn't hear that. The last three, two, two years heavily, we get we hear it a lot. You know, and we do, we see it in the, in the sporting play world, in the hunting world. We, like mm-hmm. you said, now it's interesting. You said, I did not know that the fastest to fall off. They were not keeping them there, but, um, that's something else we need to work on, but we, you know, we are, we're not there yet, but we want to, I guess, here's the thing. I've done too many things and I've released things too quickly without really giving them the proper attention from a, 
of a marketing standpoint or just getting it, getting it actually 100% dialed in. So if, when we do women's stuff, we want to make sure it is the collection we want. It is the quality we want. And it is, you know, you got to be testing some gear out first so you can. <laughs> you can I know. Trust me, I can. Oh, my gosh. I think I made poor Amber at McKenna Quinn just crazy with all of my feedbacks for her. But, you know, I mean, she does design for a little different clientele than awesome brand. dog trainer. You know, like you're yep. not going to look that fancy every single day. But I wanted her to know exactly what she had. So I really did put it through. Um, I guess a more rigorous lifestyle than, than what she was designing for. But, and I know that you're great friends with her too. And that's the thing that's so cool about our circle is that everybody supports everybody. Well, and, and very good point. Right. And like, that was what I learned early on. Um, you know, it's funny, my first like clothing show I ever went to, I get out of my, my, my vehicle and I've got, you know, being pat to the brim. I didn't know what to expect. Right. I went behind the ears. I mean, I'm a little bit older than some of these guys that worked for, you know, out of school for six, seven years or for somebody else and a couple of different companies in the building industry, which was probably a, a good thing. But still I get there, I'm, I think I'm 30 years old and I get out of my truck and there's like Southern Marsh and there's, you know, Southern Tide and Pete and some more, more of the clothing. This is before kind of, you know, even Drake was, was doing lifestyle stuff. But I was like, man, these guys are going to hate me. You know, like <laughs> lab logo, Southern Proper is already a thing, you know, Southern Point had just launched. And I was, I had this idea I think probably about the same time Brent had his, or maybe maybe a little bit before at the time. Man, you know these guys are gonna be accepting of me, and people were so, for the most part, people were so genuine and so you know accepting. And a lot of them were, were probably the reps and all the founders were were there. But at the end of the day, somebody says to me a long time ago that made a lot of sense, and it's true, right? If you if you have that kind of heart, you're like, look, there's enough for everybody, and yeah. I love I love America. I love that you can have a dream and you can go out and chase. And in apparel, a lot of this is just part of the business, but there is, there's enough for everybody. And I love the, I love the customer base too, because like they're the same way. They love seeing brands work together or, mm -hmm. or voice other brands, you know, that's, that's just the right thing to do from a moral compass standpoint. Say it's okay to have, you know, a Marshwear t-shirt, an over under hat, you know, whatever, uh, you know, a duck camp jacket, like, you know, that doesn't bother me. I mean, trust me, I'd love to see over under head to toe, but <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, we, I, I think the customer base makes that, and I think they do, they appreciate when other brands are complimentary to all of us. Cause at the end of the day, you and I discuss this all the time. We all play in the same sandbox, right? And like, and we're all, if we're all after the same thing, and that's really at the end of the day is to provide quality gear and clothing and, and, and events for our, our, you know, customers, friends, the outdoor industry, conservation efforts. We're all in this. I mean, sounds trite. I know we're all in this together, but, but really we're all we like, are. We, well, we, we right now we really are in this together. Like we can't afford to have that attitude of competition anymore because it's going to take all of us to keep this life. We love, yep, and, right. but talking about your gear and stuff, my favorite things from the very beginning have been the field bags. You know, yep. I use them from everything from dog gear to bath bags. I love yours because I've never seen them. I never seen any that have been that, that used. I mean, that well. <laughs> trash. Like, when I see your post, I'm like, man, she is. That's what it's made for. It's made to be used and abused. I love it. Like you're like, oh, you got folks like wiping their back. I'm like, don't wipe that thing clean. Freaking those oh birds, no dogs been in it. Throw it in the mud. Like that's what it's made for. That's, and mine has been 
every mine has literally been from California to Charleston. All my bag. And my duffel bag, I keep thinking like I've had it on planes in the back of the trucks and the in the the trailer, you know, the duck hunting trailer, like it's been everywhere. And, yep. you know, got that leather bottom and you would think, oh my gosh, like we need to take care of it and all this stuff. Like I keep wondering when's this zipper going to give out of me? Cause I'm literally like squeezing it together with my knees, you know, just trying to get it zipped. And every time yep. I leave the house, I put all my bath gear in there and all my shoes. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, um, your, your gear has, held up i mean i've never had anything fall apart i've never had a zipper break i've never had a handle come off i've never had a seam come out nothing and i I had your the gun case but i lost that to matt dubnik (laughs) (laughs) Uh he 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 bails me out so much (laughs) and we have pretty much just like raised kids in the outdoors together and he had done me a favor and I'm like I know he loves that thing so I just left it on his front porch one day but um and so sounds like me giving away more stuff and I'm like wait where that go I'm like I will make it again and there's there's a handful of things I haven't made again and I'm like yeah I wish I'd get I'd that it. I get <laughs> you know yeah uh, it's I, I do I love that part of it. I love somebody be like oh yeah, I love that and I'm like like I went hunting out at Floyd Outdoor Experience with Gray Drummond. Dude, that shirt is awesome. It was an old shirt we had. Said you know, said tight lines, turkey blinds. It was like a fly mm-hmm. fishing in, in Turkey. All all things kind of spring, right? When spring first, I was like, man, I don't really have any more of these. But you're a large, I'm a large, and literally just took it off my back. Like I just met the guy, right? I'm like shirtless <laughs> in his in his driveway, and we're, and we're driving. He's like, dude, I love you. We're gonna have a blast. And it was just you know, anyway. It's fun, fun to give people stuff. So kudos to you for giving away your gun case. We need, we need a remedy to that though. We can I was like, on. oh, I know where to get another one. But it, it's just fun to have those stories, those stories and and carrying on that culture of your brand. Like you feel that when you hang out with you guys. But the biggest thing of all, which I've always been obsessed with your wax cotton jacket, right? It is your staple item out of everything that I love because of how it brought value to my life, that's probably been the number one product that you've put out that everybody has gravitated towards. And if anybody talks about a wax cotton jacket, uh, you're the first person that gets recommended. And I think that that is so cool because it's not a super cheap item, but it is a staple that every single person needs to have him. I was obsessed with mine, right? I wear it all the time, everywhere. I've worn it with heels in New York City, the camo one, right? The wing, the oh, wingmaster, uh, you know, yeah. to like, I've just worn it everywhere in the field. I'm just like hoping that it's doesn't look like it's been in the field when I'm wearing it in the city. But we went to seaweed this year and it yeah. was my first event with you guys because JC has had to bail me out when I double booked myself in the past. So she's <laughs> had all the over under fun. I was absolutely blown away at how many people were walking around that place. 150,000 plus people come to Seawee. It takes over Charleston, multiple locations, like six locations across the city, um, all wing shooting people. It's waterfowl, upland, 
people, whether they're actual hunters or they love the lifestyle of low country, right? There's, and it's big money things like the finest art. I get obsessed with, with all the art there and just the products, like everything's there. It rained this year. And I swear a third of the people there were, were in a wingmaster jacket. There was, I did see it's it, again, as a founder and like as somebody who's poured your blood, sweat, tears and, and heart into a brand forever decade it is just it's homing but it's also it does it makes you proud makes you want you know makes you get up every day and and keep doing this because it's really cool to see that because five years ago you know you didn't and we had the idea probably seven eight years ago really i want to make one pretty early on I'm like man if we make a wax year two year three nobody even knows who we are really yet you know so mm -hmm. we really try to brand first but it's been cool to watch other brands be on everybody's back for years at seaweed and then this year i was like this is awesome. You know, like you said, just because I look right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a very aware individual and I'm always, my wife's like, stop staring at everything you are aware. I'm like, what's well, my job. It's what I do for a living, you know? So, yeah. so and especially at Sui, right? Like I took notice like you did of how many, whether it was a tan wax briar or one of the, you know, the olive colors or the, or the, or the brown or some of the ladies we make, but that wingmaster, obviously it's easy to stand out because of our old school proprietary duck camo, but you're right. That was super cool when I just saw, you know, a ton of them just cruising around Charleston at Rural Bank Park. It's it's encouraging for sure. Well, I grabbed Josh and I said, listen, we got to take the camera on the road. And so yep. we're walking around Brittle Bank and there's so many people and over under. Right. And so I just started stopping people on camera. Like, <laughs> how long have you been an over under fan? And all this stuff. And people were so excited to talk about it, just celebrating your brand and the the when you walk in the gates at Brittle Bank and you guys are right there and it like sets the stage for the rest of the culture of that park, it's contagious. Like it was one of the funnest um, trade shows I've ever worked. Your team never complained. Not one time did any guy on your team have one negative thing to say nobody watched the clock nobody was like i can't believe we have 50 people standing in line and we're never going to catch a break people are yeah. it was completely the opposite they were like holy smokes like we're gonna even have to pack up the trailer when we leave here you know everybody was yeah. celebrating every moment and um it was it was so different than other shows that i've worked that I could not stop paying attention to how your team respects you and the the team efforts of it and I think that that's another reason why you guys are so successful because that culture like you feel it just shopping in your stores or your post it just comes across that everybody that comes in contact with over under is family well, and those guys that they, you're right, like that place is it's nuts. And we are right when you walk in, there's bird buggy up front and us right there. So this year I'll put like a 10 foot mojo pole, um, which I've got to have these down here on the coast because the tide fluctuates so much. But I was like, this year I'm gonna put up a big mojo and have that little, you know, I gotta have all my mowers. Like I have like six mojos with oh no, sorry. All my mojos have like the right wing. Like I've literally lost all my left wings. You're always like, <laughs> had a few folks like, you know, you got two right wings, like, yes, I know, like. Walking to the life of a real duck hunter. You just got to use what you got sometimes. You know? <laughs> we had that thing spinning. Everybody's walking in. You're right. You walk in the gates and you can't help but feel like it's just like, it's like walking into like a, you know, like a festival or a concert almost. It just kind of yeah. gets you, gets you going. There's turtle boxes pumping music. You've got, you know, bird buggy team cooking. And then 
You're right. I mean, those guys we have, and I didn't hear any of that. They probably would have done it to me either, but I didn't hear anybody complaining. And it is, if there's ever a time that you're busy, good gosh, that's like, if you've not been to Siwi, you just don't get it. But yeah, we're all running around like a chicken with our head cut off because we're trying to attend to every single person there because you just get flooded with, with that's what I love about it. You get flooded with customers that just, some of them just want to hang out and talk about the brand or, hey, I Yay! bought your shirt eight years ago at this store. I've been, a, I've been a fan for a long time. I found you on Facebook or I had a friend of a friend that was your friend in college. And I'm like, man, I, I you know, it's, if we could do one CWE a month, I would be, you know, oh my the, gosh. The and, and the, the positivity that would flow through my body would be amazing. It'd just be, you know, anyway, it's, it's a very encouraging event, but you're right. It's a unique event for sure. It's not like any other thing I've ever been to, you know, they, they've created a, a certainly a really cool unique environment. And I don't think it can ever get bigger and better every year. And every year it does. It's just, I know, I know. Like my favorite thing was when we get there early before the gates open and just we, like you said, we walked around and chatted with all the other vendors, which the world might look at as your competition, but to us, right. it's our industry friends, right? Like sure. Orvis was across the way. And yep. then you know, there was several further down um, on the way down to the Purina tent. And it was so cool to have coffee with all these people in the morning. We're like gearing each other up for this massive day, flooding with people. And what was so crazy, working your tent, which you call it a booth. It's not like the air streams there. I mean, it's like a camp. It's, it's like the small, over-under yeah. camp. Yeah, that's a good that's a good analogy or a good comparison because it is not a tent. It's, well, it's not a booth. It's a tent, an airstream. 450 boxes and oh my gosh yeah we literally look like the homeless camp in the back <laughs> yeah it was so funny it was like there is just stuff everywhere and and you don't think about how much gear you guys move until you see it the first day of boxes and then you see the boxes just keep stacking up yeah and crash yeah. to get hauled everybody, off right complain about everybody every year everybody's like Okay, boss, are we really bringing this much stuff? Like an Airstream, a box trailer, a U-Haul, just, I'm like, look, if you don't have it, you can't sell it, you know? Well, I ran out of handbags and I picked one out. It was an old one that you don't make anymore. And I'm like, do I honestly need another one? Like I have all of them that are out right now. I'm like, do I really need it? I made the decision. I was like, yep, I need it. I turned around, it was gone. I'm like, Oh my God, I can't even turn my back. <laughs> That's funny. I just but, wish it was during like it's NWTF, yeah. week, same weekend every year. So we got to be best teams at both. Yeah, because we really want to be a part of NWTF as well. That's tough. We've done it before. It's just you get spread thin that time of year. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But just talking about meeting all those people, I'm taking numbers and making notes of who people were. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, if I had set up a booth and had a ladies hunt schedule set for this year at Siwi with you guys, I would have a full season of a hosting ladies hunts yep. everywhere because of just the the women that came through your booth. It yeah, was you- it was so awesome to just have that support and love and excitement of what we do. I, I agree. And we're going to be back. Every year, as long as like I said, you know, when we did our whatever our seaweed post on Instagram and they said, you know, whoever runs our social media, they got a great, they have an awesome team as well. The staff at Seaweed has been phenomenal. They wrote, you know, hey, we're some of your biggest fans. And my reply, I think back was like, as long as there's breath in our lungs, we'll be there. You know, so every, you know, if you want to come back, Anna, we'd love to have you. Um, well, I would say that seaweed wouldn't be the same without y'all. 
Well, I appreciate that. I think we, I think we feel the same way. We're like, man, and, and my guy, you know, a number of, right. We're in a college town. Well, college town. We're in Jacksonville. There's a college close by. We've had a lot of guys come to the university of North Florida that have worked for, for our team in some capacity or another. And so it, we kind of have a little competition throughout the year. Whoever, you know, is on, comes up work on a regular basis or does a great job. It's not just a given. Everybody gets to come to see me, but we literally have, we have guys on our team, um, and girls fighting for that spot to come because it's just, they hear about it or see, see, you know, stories like, I want to be there. You know, it's not, it's really not work, right? It's just, it, I mean, it is, but it's not the, it's a great weekend. And it, it it's is. good for them too, to be get office out of the warehouse because it helps them understand really what over under is about and what, when they can hear folks, we get great customer service emails. Like, Hey, I love your brand. Great service. Da, da, da. But when you can go in person, shake somebody's hand, look them in the eye and hear them yeah. tell about a wallet they bought seven years ago and how it's the best wallet they've ever had they love that it. it's made in usa that, that makes you proud to work for a company that's what i, I want to we want to always continue to make sure we've got you know guys and girls that come work for, that, that know it is something bigger and something different and something that that can they're part of something that's not just not just throwing a logo on something in profit that's not what this, this company was ever founded upon it's not about to grow sure we got to make a we got to we make a net profit we want to be a, a bigger brand and and to do i guess a, a big part of this was just meeting with my, my buddy who's who's you know an ex-special forces guy that we support their their ministry as well um but for overrunners i wanted to turn it I, I want a ministry side of this thing i want to have overrunner have you know an outdoor ministry where we can get taking kids in the outdoors and there's a lot of folks that do that but Man, I feel like we're just growing up in a fatherless generation. And I'm like, I need, I, I want to have, I feel like a mission with four girl, four daughters. And I hope one day to have four son-in-laws. And and I think over under can, you know, we want to grow it to, to make more money, to take that money and to do awesome things with that money. You know? Yeah. And one of those is like, you mentioned earlier, women that are falling off. I don't want that to happen. I want to see, I want to see my girls involved in this. I want to see them pass it down, you know? And a way to do that, but, oh, well, about nonprofits or, or, you know, you get folks that poop on that, like, man, if, if, if it's okay to make a bunch of money, you know, cause I'd love to make, I would love, I'll be honest. I would love to, to, to create generational wealth one day to tape that generational wealth and do some amazing things for the outdoor industry and for the youth. And that's, that's, that's why it's different. Well, you, you mentor your team like that. You create that mindset with everybody that comes on your team. And your wife, Haley, has to be like the poster child for a, a wife oh and superstar mom in a fast-paced life. Like how she does everything she does. And she's so present and she's so positive and encouraging and just supportive of everybody there. I mean, you guys really do have something special. And we talk about having our faith and, and I love your story about the faith that it's taken for you to risk things. And you, you guys are both very open about the impact that it's had on your marriage and, you know, the trials and the things that you guys have overcome. I, I think at the first dove hunt that I ever did with both of you, when you guys were there as a family and Haley just opens up about reality. And I was like, it is so cool to be around people that are real. Like they want, they don't want the things that they go through to just be for them. Like they want to not just put out amazing products, a killer culture, 
tradition, but there is an a, a ministry that you guys have that just is natural. I need to hit on her. Right? <laughs> like you, you make sure you tell everybody. Well, I mean, she's very humble, but I need to hit on the fact that I literally had. I bought a little house, you know, when I moved to Jacksonville, Florida, I never thought I'd be a Floridian in a million years. I moved here to marry her, but she had, she had a good job out of college. She was in sales, doing kitchen and bath design. She worked her fingers to the bone. She had to work mandatory 50 hours a week. When this idea was born, I was like, man, so I've got this business plan. I've got this idea. I want to launch it. And I'm like, but, I had bought a house, a ring, and I had taken in an old lab that I had kind of rescued. Um, it was when I had Lottie one, I had a, a lab named, I, her name was Hayden. I called her Miss Hayden because she was so sweet and proper. She'd cross her paws, sweet little old, old lady with gray in her face. My point is, I spent so much money on that dog trying to get her, you know, healthy because she had all kinds of ailments. And I was like an old country song, right? I had an old dog, an old truck, you know, some firearms, two boats. I was broke as a joke other than that. And, uh, <laughs> She's like, well, look, it's like, what's it going to take? I'm like, well, it's our savings is what it's going to take. She goes, what do you mean our savings? That's, that's the savings that I've saved because she had been a very good steward of her money, worked so hard. She'd saved a chunk over like, you know, eight or nine years of working. And I was like, well, the best plan I've come up with, I think it's going to take every bit of it. <laughs> and she was, she, she knew we were married. She wasn't even that selfish, but she goes, well, that's my money. I was like, no, no, we're married. It's our money. But she literally, she didn't balk. She's like, look, I believe in you. I know you're a hard worker. I know you're a dreamer. I know you're a visionary. I think this thing could have some legs, like, but but it's really going to take everything we've got. I'm like, yes. And I literally, Anna, I, I literally used every red cent we saved in the first year because it grew so quickly. But I'm glad you hit on her for for what she's what she's done because A, I used all the money she'd saved. B, I I literally almost cost us our marriage because it was just it was 60, 70, 80 hour, 90 hours a week, you know, trying to pour everything I had into this. So, you know, I couldn't do the books, do the design work, do the marketing. You are. So all I was doing, I did everything. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was able to build a team around us, but still, it's still a struggle. You know, and then you bring kids in the mix as you know, you know, children trying to run a business and, and, and go to events and travel. And we don't do as much as we should. We're going to hopefully be able to do that, but you're right. I mean, I'm glad you hit on her being a, a superstar mom in a fast paced life because we brought four kids to see we, and granted, we, we brought a young lady that's kind of our babysitter that was helpful to us for sure. We couldn't done it without her, but I didn't see them hardly out. You know, I was with, I, when we see, we like sun up to sun down and then, yeah. and then post on events, events, events. And and she is. She's a rock star mom. She certainly is. And she's funny because she's like, God, I need to talk to Anna more because she didn't grow up in the outdoor world or the shooting sports. And she knows a little bit, but she gets, I love her because she is real. And she'll tell you, she's like, I am not like, she's not like you in that respect. She goes, I need her to teach me, you know? Cause oh, she's like, and like, I call her for fashion. What should I be wearing? You know? And so it's, it's really funny that yeah, she took in my girls and how much JC has depended on her for advice and support and how JC will just pick up the phone and call her and stuff. So this has been a relationship that has gone far beyond an ambassador program of me promoting your t-shirts and your gun bags. Yeah. yeah. And it's so cool because that really is what our industry is about. And I feel so bad for the people that 
are just hunters. And, and, and I know that they have their own world that we miss out on their traditions and stuff. But when, if you're not involved in the organizations, like we did, we went to, um, Ducks Unlimited to their oyster yep. rest because you yep. were one of the top sponsors of that. And if you don't get in the mix of those organizations and volunteer and just plant roots within the outdoor industry, I feel like there's a whole nother world and, and level to the outdoor industry that you miss. No, I mean, well, 100%, right? Like, that's what it's funny when you said, I just, we just baptized our two youngest daughters on Sunday. And a big part of that was talking to the church because our pastor hit on it several weeks ago. He's like, look, when we baptize these kids, we all make a pat and an agreement that we're going to be here to help them do their, mm-hmm. do their life, you know? And so my analogy to that is I'm like, you know, I was here this Sunday and I got, I got to kind of say a few words. I'm like, look, I don't want anybody in this church to say lightly that I'm their father and I'm, I'm praying a fatherly blessing over them. But you guys, the church, this is a community. I need your help in that, yeah. you know? And I said that to say that, you know, in, in those organizations, like, it's a community, right? And we were created to be God made us, he designed us to be in community. And you mm-hmm. do you on so much at those. And granted, they're, it's a fun social event for sure. But beyond that, like it's a community of, of like-minded individuals that, you know, I, I know folks that joined DU 30 years ago and they've been like duck hunting once. Some of their best friends are through that organization and people right. they do on vacation with, you know, have done business with. So there's so much more to it. You're right. There's a lot more depth to those organizations and sometimes people, people understand. And I do, you know, you said you feel bad. It, you do, you miss out on a lot if you don't, you know, there, and there's so many, right? There's so many these days. You've got, you know, quail forever, pheasants forever. You've got, you know, all these different upland waterfowl and, and now obviously big games, safari club, I mean, Dallas safari club, all different things. And, and a lot of them, you know, even at SCI, right? SCI as a kid, I thought that only applied to, you know, safari individual type and hunters. It's not no it's idea not. in all of this industry. And now I'm like, man, guys like Trevor Santos educated me years ago, like what it actually is doing, and you as well. And I'm like, man, they are doing so much for yeah. things that we, you and I, hold dear, and we want to see preserved and passed on. That's a big part too. It's like our tagline. You know, I put on almost everything. It's like preserving the sporting lifestyle. I didn't say it to just have some cool line and try to make the design have a foundation to it. It's like, man, I, we hardcore believe in that. We want to preserve this way of life and, and conservation efforts. It's through, you know, gun rights. It's, it's, this is an important, important way of life that we love. And when you do it with other people and like-minded individuals, it's just fun. It's good. It's wholesome. It's clean. It keeps your kids out of trouble and it's a blast and getting to be around dogs, a dog, what a dog was made to do. And you watch that dog work. And like, there's no way you can tell me that God didn't have a hand in that, you know, to see if, if you appreciate art and, and creation to see if when you, I'm like, I'm not a hunter just to go kill a wood duck. When I grab that duck, I look at that thing. I'm like, man, Lord, you made, you are the greatest artist in that ever, that ever was right. Like every, I tell my kids all the time, they love, like, they love coloring and drawing. They're all girls. Right. And I was like, we're going to be fashion designers one day. Like we want to help you daddy. <laughs> and I, I'm like, there's not a color in your Crayola box, there's not a color in your paint set. There's not a color in your giant bag of markers that God didn't make in an animal or a plant or the ocean somewhere. There's just not, you know? So again, I guess say that because these conservation groups help us preserve that. And, and, and that's important. You know I mean? That's, we're we're going to be gone 
And hopefully it's a long time from now, but still, I want that to be here for generations, those animals and this culture to be around. And yeah. you're right. You miss out if you don't get involved. So that's my soapbox. Volunteer. Yeah, volunteer, because you never know when it could turn into a job. I mean, when I picked up a shotgun, I had no idea this life was in store for me. I didn't even know it existed, <laughs> right? And and I was a single mom taking my girls hunting, and I'm like, oh, what, what, what's next? I don't know. We just figure it out as we go along. And then as soon as I got planted in a, in an organization like this and was like, Oh my gosh, here is like the answer to everything that I didn't even know I had a question for and the opportunities that, and the joy that it brings to your life is just unmatched. And like at that, just talking about how the industry works, we were at the DU oyster roast and almost every single picture we all took, we've got Kim and BC with Ren and Ivy in it. And everybody's like tag team and everything. And if we had all had our kids there, cause they have, they have two kids, you know, like we right. were literally taking over that event. Matt Dudnick <laughs> was down on the floor running it. He's got two boys. And um, I mean, I could only imagine filling that place up if it was a whole family event right. and, and the people in involved that we could say that would be such a great mentor for our kids like thank god that he brought them into our life to help us raise our kids and to show the example because i told my girls when we first started i said i have no idea where this is going to take us but we're never home and we're not going to be no, in church on Sunday. Not. you know like, like we're i don't i don't i don't have any idea but it's exciting it's fulfilling and i feel purposeful in doing yeah. this and we're just going to have to say there's going to be people that are going to meet Jesus through our bird dogs. And, and that sounds well so said. crazy when I first started. And then it was like, oh my God, then I met y'all. And then like, there's just all these people, Drake White and I have conversations about Jesus every time we see each other. And, and we're, we, we all have kids, right? But we're showing pictures of our dogs and talking about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you might've just had a great new teacher design. I met Jesus through a bird dog. Yeah, I, I've said that to our girls all the time. And and I'm like, we just have to keep that in our hearts that, you know, we we don't live in our small town community. We live across the country and we have all these friends that we miss, you know, because you want to stay planted like your heart misses people. You want to sure. stay planted, but that just isn't the life that we were called to live. You're basically a mobile shotgun missionary. Yeah, <laughs> that's what my daddy says. Yep. <laughs> that's great. And we need that. You know, like, I love that you're out there, uh, you know, out and about talking. Like you said earlier about my wife being real. It's just, you know, I don't really know, man. It's just, I know people are created differently, but I wear my my emotions and my, and uh, you know, on, on my sleeve. I was, you know, I'm an open book. But again, and part of that too is because, you know, if I can save men and young women from going through some of, I mean, I, I get it. You got to go through trials and tribulation and it does, you know, it's old saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But if I can save some of these folks from, or, or I say save, if I can mentor, I didn't really, you know, my father was a great father, great dad, worked for somebody else. So when I started my own business, he didn't have, like, he's like, son, I, I'm sorry. I just don't, I don't know what to tell you. You know, like I didn't have some, you know, like-minded business individual just to mentor me and say, Hey, do this, do right. that. I would have loved to have had that, or I should have reached out, but I will say through my church, I've had, had some, you know, some individuals and just recently met some more individuals and had a, had a guy, I mean, you met Scott and Scott since he came in my life at one of the very first shows. And I didn't really probably rely on him like I should have, but then when I finally did, I was like, man, 
what an awesome, you know, a guy who's got 12, 13 more years experience on me and had some really big wins and it had some losses as well. And he's honestly, so if part of this deal, deal, deal too for me, like you is like, if we can help mentor some of these younger people around us and help save them from some of the things we've gone through um, and, and help them be successful, that's what it's about, right? It's like getting, it's, it's, you said some earlier, you said about, you know, how much joy it brings. And then if you can pass that down, um, you know, to, to the next generation, that's anyway, that's what I get excited about. I love seeing younger folks get excited and get on fire, but I love seeing you when you said earlier, traveling again, I'm just, I'm gonna start calling you that shotgun missionary because you do, you're all, <laughs> over and, and you're like us, like, like, you know, it's like, you're not afraid to talk about your faith and it's, we shouldn't be, right? It's like, oh. it's like God, I mean, he gave me, he, he, first of all, he, he made me, he created me, he created this earth, he created these animals I love to chase and pursue and appreciate. And he gave me a wife and a family. Like you said something earlier about, you know, that your family has a lot of favor. And I really feel like we do. We've and, and I know we do because I don't feel like I know we do because overrunner literally, no one knows. Maybe one day I'll, I'll get to get more into it. But there's been so many challenges. You know, at one point we had, I mean, we had a store, it was like 18, 19 stores we sold to. They're like, they're about 12% of our business. And they went bankrupt and we had no idea what was happening. I mean, we lost like a small home in receivables they owed us. And I was like, holy crud, you know, that would have that would have cleaned us out. I mean, it still was a huge challenge, but if it happened a year or two earlier, we'd have been bankrupt. You know, yeah. like, like nobody kind of hears that stuff sometimes. And and the Lord has totally, I mean, I have no other way but to say it. God has provided so many times. I had, a, I had again, my mentor, Scott, was like, Brian, jumped off so many buildings and your parachute opens. Like, he's like, you're a base jumper. Open every time. I was like, <laughs> I can tell you, Scott, it ain't my parachute. It's the, like the only reason. And I love that. Like, I know now, maybe I've been stretched that reason because the only reason we're still here and still in business and still thriving and the brand is growing and, and we've been around this long and my wife and I are still together and being able to have four kids and all that stuff is because because God just been, he's blessed us, you know? And, and, yeah. and we've been on a lot. My wife, will all, we, you know, I don't know if anybody already knows this, but yeah, we had our fourth child and my wife nearly died bringing that child in, 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 right. in the world. You know this story, but literally, I mean, she lost so much blood. We had a child two months early. Like, and talking about like being outdoors and thank goodness I've, I've killed animals. Like this might get graphic here, but she lost so much blood, you know, on, on our bathroom floor. They, I called, you know, the, the nursing, the midwife. And I said, look, we got to make, make a decision. We got to get out of here. I'm coming to the hospital. And she said, you need to call an ambulance. And I was FaceTime and I said, look, I have killed enough animals in my life that I know the amount of blood loss that's come out of my wife. And granted, you thank goodness your body makes a lot more blood when you're pregnant. I said, she's lost so much blood. I, she didn't have 15 minutes, you know, I literally wrapped her up in a blanket, drug her through our house, had my eight year old, like talking to her to keep her conscious through the back of a suburban. She probably doesn't want to hear this, but she, she'll tell you the story, but naked as a jaybird with a freaking blanket around her. And I drove 90 miles an hour with a suburban honking my horn, flashing my lights, jumping train tracks, running every red light, called the ER was like, you better have two bags of blood weight. I need O positive blood. I need a gurney and I need a staff ready to rock. Cause I am coming in hot and this baby's, we're, we're in distress, you know, but, but again, and I got taken to a room, they got her stabilized. They literally said, dad, wait here. I looked down, I had her Marion tote, the, the tote bag you have. I had her tote bag, my phone, and, and she had packed my Bible in there. Um, oh. And I literally was like, and I, I, I swear to goodness, I opened it up and I didn't just, you know, I can hear your stories, but it, it, it is, it's such a, a, a favor of the Lord. I opened it up, it goes to Psalm 23. And I'm like, all right. And I was like, yeah. took a breath. And then I, call, again, this industry is so cool. I call, I didn't even know what I, 
remember it wasn't even like conscious. I just said, call Arlen. My daughter's name is Arlen, not Arlen, but our graphic designer who's like, you know, Joe has a good word for him. Joe's like, man, he's your spiritual papa. And I call him, he picks up and I tell him like 30 seconds what's happened. And he's like, brother. And he's, he's weeping with me. He's like, we're just going to pray. And he just starts praying just for, you know, life over my wife, over my, my, my newborn child. And I was literally in this room by myself, not knowing, you know, you're like, you get these, these, these thoughts in your head. Like, you know, what if it's one or the other, what if I have to choose like all these things you don't, you don't know. I don't mean to, I know I kind of got off on a, on a tangent here, but just like, man, without having him as, as, as the guy who's done graphic design work for us, you know, just giving me some words of encouragement and praying over me, praying with me. Um, and, and just, you know, God, being there the whole time. I lived in a NICU for 28 days. I slept in a chair. Granted, it was a recliner, but I slept <laughs> for 28 days next to that infant at four pounds. But my wife, right there, my wife did not leave her side. And the hardest part of that was having three kids at home. Yeah. As an like we had, you know, friends in our community. I was talking about a community before. Like, I mean, we had our, fam- our family six hours away. We had community just surround us. Um, and it's interesting, I'll make this connection. The folks that surrounded us and helped out are the same folks I called about a month ago. I was like, hey, we got an impromptu photo shoot. I need everybody to come to the backyard. And like, <laughs> I just literally invited like 50 people. They did all were the ones that helped us out when we had our kids and we needed to go to camp or preschool drop off or bring us meals or whatever. And they're all in my backyard, like at the drop of a hat, wearing our gear, taking photos of our kids. Like, so it's just, it's been, we have, and we've been tremendously blessed. We've got a great community. And again, I, I don't know how folks do it regardless of what walk of life you're in, what, what, what career path you're in, you know, how many kids you have, we have no kids, whatever. I don't know how you go through life without knowing there's somebody bigger that you can get on your hands and knees and, and pray to. And he loves to have that conversation with you. And he wants to know what you need because he already knows it, but he just wants to have, he wants, he wants you to talk to him, you know? Yeah, so. And I, I know like, anyway, sorry. I first started traveling and, and my family, I mean, they've, my, my, like my mom and my stepdad, they travel all over the world or whatever, but, but my dad and my stepmom are like the simplest country people up here in the North Georgia mountains. And like uh, my dad's the deacon and my stepmom runs like the seniors and, you know, and they've done stuff in the youth and, and they probably have been my spiritual support system. And I can remember like picking up the yep. phone, leaving Nebraska, just completely overwhelmed with who got introduced, who, who got introduced me to how my skills held me up and created a way for me. Right. That I didn't even know that I had. Right. It's just like you go into a meeting and you didn't even know that you had these words or that you had this knowledge or whatever. And it just like flows out of you. And you're like, where the heck did that come from? You know, and then you, you see how you leave an impact and it, and it's nothing that you did. You, there's no way that you could have done it. And I just remember t- like calling them over and over okay. and over. I wouldn't even play the radio. It's like, I can't believe this just happened. And my daddy always would say, honey, he'd say, darling, you're walking in favor. You're walking in favor. We pray for you. You're just walking in favor. And you just are so dumbfounded that these overwhelming things happen or that you meet a certain person that you needed in that moment nobody else could have filled that you know yep. and and like we've talked about me not having a female mentor. 
ever. Like I've never had a female mentor. And Trevor Santos is the one that introduced me to SCI. And then just getting involved, um, especially within this last year, I can't tell you how many powerhouse godly women in strong relationships have just fell into my lap. Every time I turn around, like I'm meeting another one, I'm meeting another one. And I'm like, where have you guys been? <laughs> you know, but it's like, I had to be prepared to be at a place where I could receive what they have for me, you know? And so I'm with you, like the outdoor industry and what it's done for us is so, it goes so much further than hunting or selling clothes and gear. It really is a family support system. It's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, it's cool. It has been, you know, and, and you don't meet a whole lot of atheists or leaders in the industry. I would just say people, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it's been interesting, right? And that's what I love about it. It is, there's a, I'm not getting industry. You're going to have maps here and there, but it's full of good people, you know, and good folks that are, love family and that want to see this thing continue. So it's been really encouraging to me. I mean, I've been in a few different industries, worked in a few different industries throughout my career. And this one is by far the most fun and the most, like I said, just full of, I love it. It's just, yeah, I want to be able to try more events and, and network more because it is, it's like you said, it, you meet so many great like-minded folks that just, and you never know where that goes, right? Like, like you said, like I've become, you know, my best friends. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, literally, just like Joe Benton got involved in our brand it was super cool. That was a God thing. It was just, it's just neat. You know, and like he's, you know, our team members, employees, like we literally pray for the business, you know? So um, it's just And fun I know that your how, wife yeah. is praying all the time. Oh, you know, mostly for me because I need it. <laughs> and she's like, um, you know, just, I don't know. I'm I'm not, she'll tell you, just a little bit intense. Um, but I'm working on it. Uh yeah, she's good. She she really does. So she's she's definitely right. I mean, she has challenged me tremendously to make sure like like great father is one thing, but she's like, look, it's gotta be be God kids. Like you've got for for our daughters, you need to show them that you put me first. And that's hard for me. You know, I, I'm so just, I'm a big kid at heart. So I'm always the fun guy and the Disney dad. And she's like, don't make me the bad guy all the time. You know, because being the mother, it's like, hey, I'm like, yeah, you can wear those shoes. I don't care. You know, that, those look fun. She goes, Brian, those are tacky and those are sassy as not wearing those. You know, and my, my, my second oldest, Lucille, was six. And I swear it's like 1988 just threw up all over her. She just like, <laughs> yeah. she's like punky brutal. I mean, she wants the side ponytail with a scrunchie t-shirt up, you know, these sparkly tennis shoes. Like last night, she's like, I want a crop top. I'm like, you're not getting a crop top. So it's funny. I need to, um, yeah. Anyway, again, again, I get off these tangents, but yes, she does. She prays for us, prays for the business. And we do. And we pray for, you know, it's, it's been cool. Like, please pray for us. We're like, hey, anybody that's involved in this brand that, that you know, like we, we had sit downs with our ambassadors. Like we want to, I want to get more involved with all our ambassador team. And, and really, because right, so many folks are like an ambassador, which means they get sent a gift box. Hey, I need three posts. I need you to, to take some gear, post some pictures, send me content, the word content, content, content. 
I want to have, you know, an ambassador weekend. I want to get to know these folks. Like I know you, I mean, I, you and I have a unique relationship, I think, but it shouldn't be unique. I'd love, love to have a deep level because that's what it should be about. It shouldn't just be about, here's a box of gear, go where it tested out, since let's drive some followers and do a giveaway here. Your discount code. The most vanilla, mundane bull crap there is. I, I want, you know, I want to, to get to know these folks and get to know who's, Again, our gear is awesome, but man, this is, I, I love relationships and that's what like just drives me and, and, and I continue to, to thrive on. And anyway, I want to, you know, that's the end. It goes back to what I said when you and I were first talking, I want over under to be different. I just want it to be different and, 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 and different in the best kind of ways. So anyway. Well, I have loved being ambassador. I don't really feel like that word is necessarily appropriate for Agreed. my role with the with your brand but it feels more like family no, i'm just like not. supporter you guys number one supporter what you know where i find that you guys fit or creative opportunities because of who you guys are yep no you are you're but definitely that's, that's a great term is is longer accepting applications for ambassador we're now asking you to be part of the Everrunner family, you know, because it is, it's what it, it's what it, yeah. um, so yeah, I, anyway, that's very awesome. You know, you know, we've had our discussions on ambassadors and what is it? It's a hit term pro staff. It's drive me crazy. Like pro staff, pro staff, pro staff, pro staff. Like, okay. So is everybody. <laughs> I wish people could see the look on your face. I know. So I was like, uh, here you like, uh, like, but you know, you get like, anyway, I won't get into that. I mean, I, I love that folks want to be part of this industry. And that is, that is, I shouldn't knock that. Like, it's great that folks want to be a part, but I just, I want them to be genuine about it and not just want free stuff and take pictures. You know? Because I mean, at the end of the day, we do have to have content, but we know that those pictures don't move the needle like it it takes the the emotional connection um and for people to believe in something to sell out to it and and to want to be a part of it and so i think you guys do such a great job of that because of your leadership and and i know regardless that Haley's not in the outdoors i mean she's always there and she's always supportive and she's always got her red lipstick right. on point right but oh no don't miss the point you said we're today sorry i gotta interject the red lipstick comment i have to this real quick we're i'm 43 she's 40 my buddy's 34 i met him actually really cool total god thing i met him shooting sporty clay he was by himself behind us i was teaching my cousin um to shoot with my wife like so like you know two girls on sporting clay course here in jacksonville this is this is 11 years ago just started the brand and this guy's behind us and they're, they're giggling i'm i'm having like throw extra birds I'm like no like because they're laughing like safety's on all the all the things right we're having a ball doing it and he's been super humble quiet behind us and he's shooting by himself and this is totally like being judgmental but i look up the dude's got wallabies on you know a pair of levi's a flannel shirt and an over under shotgun i'm like I could be friends with you. So I turn around, I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Anyway, befriend the guy. He's training for the Olympics. Like he's on, he's Phelps' his old roommate from, from Michigan. He's training at, at Bowls for the Olympics. And he wanted to get out and just, 
and that's his like pastime. He kind of shoots a little bit. Never been hunting a day in his life, but like to shoot sporting clays. And then I turn him into a duck hunter, right? So, but anyway, point is, fast forward 11 years later, here he is getting married. I've been a month ago, and we're all the, my wife and I are the older folks. I'm in the wedding. She's not. And it's like, you know, I think they're 30 to 32, 33. Anyway, this girl looks up and she's like, your wife is awesome. She's like, I got to talk to her. She's one of the bridesmaids and she's a real fun, outgoing, bubbly girl. And, and she's one of the bridesmaids and she goes, I can just tell already. He goes, your wife don't mess around. She goes, she's got that red lipstick. She's like that bright red lipstick. She goes, my mama had that. She goes, my mom would wear that red lipstick and she'd wear me out if I was bad. I go, I go, oh yeah, I go, don't worry. I go, she smacks me around a little bit when she's got red lipstick on. Like, you know, when I, when I misbehave and she goes, and this girl looks right at me. I've met her for like 30 seconds. She looks right at me. And she goes, as she should, you probably deserved it. You know, and <laughs> that is so funny. But regardless if she's not this crazy outdoors woman, she holds such a place in that world that when she's not there, you feel her absence. Yeah, well, that's all. Yeah. No, you're you're you know? right. Yeah, yeah, good point. That's funny. I didn't really have any thought of that. Except when I'm gone, I do. I miss yeah, her. And like- there's there's very few companies out there where the the role model of of being a couple and having that support and being public and stuff i just have a ton of respect for the way that you guys have showcased family oh i appreciate that well that's what you know i mean again i say it all the time you know and and we put it on it's on our stories on instagram i get hold of it sometimes and joe runs it but i'll i'll post things sometimes he's always like man we need more pictures of you and your girls that's what that's you know, you are the, the founder and the family of the brand and yeah. that's what it's about. And it is cool because I love seeing people's responses are like, you know, just, we get a lot of engagement when they see pictures of, of my wife and kids, but that's, yeah. it is far, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's the brand. I mean, it's, you yeah. know, it, where it started and we did a video one time years ago and somebody was interviewing her and she's like, over on, she did this, she goes, Brian Horn basically is the brand. She goes over under, no, she goes over under is Brian Horn, but um, it's his brand and my life savings. And then she kind of said, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was so well, but she's like, and again, in that video, red dress and red lipstick on, you know, yeah. but, oh, I will give her a little credit. Don't let her out. I, 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 like she's, I mean, she can, she's very teachable. I first taught her to shoot. I mean, I, I, I short, took her deer hunting when she was just out of college. No, I guess we're, we're about to get engaged. Anyway, she'd been helping me a couple of times and I'm like, all right, I got an old 243 heavy barrel Remington 780L. Um, with an old wide angle scope, an old Simmons scope on it. And I was like, look, I'm going to teach you to shoot this thing. Oh, you know, I'm going to shoot it at a hundred yards. And she put three, three, three shots in an inch and a half group at a hundred yards. She's like, do I need to shoot some more? I'm like, nope, you're good. Like don't <laughs> the next morning we're in a stand on a power line, at my buddy's place in, in, outside of Macon, Georgia, in Roberta, Georgia. And no lies. This is, this is a 30 minute story itself. And I'll make it really quick. But we see a deer 500 yards. There's 500 yards. It's a power line between stands. And I can see you know, his rack from, you know, 500 yards away with a set of binoculars. Like pretty clearly, I was like, oh, man, this is a long stalk. There ain't no way we're going to do this. The wind is right. But I was like, we got to get up on him. You know, she's like, all right. I'm, she's like, I like playing Indian, cowboy Indians. I was a kid. Like, what are we going to do? I'm like, we got to use the, the, these woods for cover. And then we got to jump on that, that power line. And it's pretty heavy sagebrush and just like, you know, wasn't real, wasn't real clean cut, which is good. I was like, if we can get to that cover, we got a belly crawl. And we're going like, I was like, you ever seen any sniper movies? She goes, I don't watch sniper movies. I'm like, all right, we're just. <laughs> She's watching <laughs> Legally Blonde. Yeah, I'm like, that's enough. You know, and she, dude, she threw that, that, that heavy barrel remedies on the back of her back. 
I had a camelback on my back, and we sniper crawl. We get point is we get close to the air. So the next morning, first shooting that gun for the first time, I get us like 120 yards, and I'm like, all right, can you see him? And she pops on pops on one knee. I'm like slowly get up, you know, you gotta shoot off your knee. I'm kind of talking to her. She's you know she's natural. She gets and she's like, but the rise we're down below him. The deer's up on a up on top, hilltop. We're coming up on him, so we're coming from below him. And she just can't get the elevation. It's too much of a change in elevation. I'm like, God, we got to get closer. And the wind's still in our favor. Thank goodness. I'm like, all right, you got to keep crawling. So I crawl in front of her. We get 85 yards away. And she goes, give me your camel back. She goes, no, better yet. She goes, you get in front of me and make a table for me. I'm like, this girl's like giving me directions. You know, she's That's like, hilarious. So she throws up in my back. And I'm like, I want Anna, I want to look so bad. Because we're at this point now, this deer is still feeding. He's head down, looking up. He's getting anxious. And I wanted to look, I mean, I had my head turned away. I was like, I didn't want to see the whites of my face. I had a face mask, I think. But still, I'm like, I'm not going to look. So I'm making a table. I'm looking away. She slowly raises up. And I'm like, can you see him? You know, and it's a brisket shop. I'm like, just put it straight on his brisket. Like, you know, it, it, it'll work. And she's like, just shut. She goes, just shut up and stop breathing. <laughs> that sounds just and, like Dude, my heart, my heart's pumping, right? I mean, I'm just buck fever. And I'm shaking. She goes, stop shaking. I can't get steady. You know, I'm like. And she's whispering, and I go, do you see him? I go, you got him, you got him? She goes, did you know what I forget? She goes, just shut up. And then literally, <laughs> three, two, one, boom. I look up, I mean, she just, he drops like a sack of salt. I look up, I look just in time. That shot, enough rise, it hit him in the brisket, but it went straight up and it broke his backbone like that. When I clean him, I'm cleaning the backstep, and never forget, clean the backstep, and I can feel, you know, I saw where she hit his spine. But he dropped, he didn't suffer, didn't move. Her first deer is a 10 point. I'm like, well, you're spoiled now, you know, but yeah. point is, then we went to Montana a couple years ago. She outfished me. She had a 10 point on her first try. She shot a handful of ducks me. So she doesn't do it a whole lot, but she can do it. And she likes to do it, which is fun. She's so fun. She's going to flip out when you tell her we talked like a third of our podcast about her. Uh, but she's yeah. one of my favorite people. And she brings so much to the industry, even though she feels like, all she does is mom when she's around yeah. and she talks about it, you know, she's like, well, I just got to stay with the kids. And, and I'm like, but she brings such a presence. And so we love her. My whole family adores her. And I'm just so proud to have been a part of your brand and get to know you guys on such a personal level. It's been a real joy. Well, likewise, it really is. And I, I'm so, yeah, it's been really unique to see, you and her just, you know, not unique. It's been, it's been refreshing to see you and her hit it off. Like I said, she was like, she was so intimidated. She goes, I didn't know half what Anna was talking about. She's like, I need to learn that. I need to learn these things. Like, well, I was like, she'll teach you, you know, but like, it is. I'm, I'm like, I'll, I'll look up. I'm like, it's a Saturday. I'm like, did I tell you we were doing this, that we've like got a whole thing we're doing with Rome and bird buggy. And then we're going to be out West this fall, like roaming the wet, the wet, you know, uh, roaming the Western U S roaming, roaming the uplands and like this. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, I forgot to tell you that. We just get so busy, right? I mean, I am over under to the to the bone, and and I'm still able to be very present with my kids. But um, she is like we we don't live two separate lives, but she does. I mean, her life is for right now eight, six, three, and one. I mean, it's I mean, it's to go, and she's you know she got swim lessons today, summer camp, and then a little little place called Community Lows. You can kind of you know make your own bread and it's just she's she's anyway she's awesome she does a lot but so do all you I mean, again without you guys without moms i don't know everybody's like oh it's father's day today i was like man we're just i'll get on soapbox real quick i will say god when he created a woman like y'all are just better than us you just are oh you're, you're, you're better 
you're stronger. I watched my wife deliver four kids. Well, one was cut open for C-section, but deliver three kids. And one was in our house in a tub. People might be like, y'all are crazy. Um, you know, it was one of the most, and I'll tell you, it was one of the most peaceful births I've ever seen. But when I, when you watch a woman give childbirth, they are the strongest individuals God ever created. I don't care, you know, human beings, elk, watch the majestic bull elk, strength, grizzly bear, whatever. Nope. Females, human beings, strongest thing God created by far, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Oh my gosh. Well, you, and when you have a shotgun in your hand, y'all even more beautiful. So, well, we and and Haley would say the same thing to me because we are on the same page, on the same line, right next to each other on our belief systems and uh, just lifestyle standards and stuff. That was one thing I was like, I will never have on point red lipstick like her, but <laughs> she could definitely be uh, my sister for sure. But um, oh, yeah. Right. I know we're like running out of time here too. So I just hope that people that are listening see all the layers that you guys bring to the table, not just your trending t-shirts and your gear bags and stuff, but there's so much more to your brand that I do. I'm with Joe. Like it needs to be on those stories because your, your girls are so entertaining. There's just so much um, that goes on in your life that, makes the brand what it is and you know i mean i'm not it's not that it's not corporate and it's not that it's not brand right but it it is it is y'all's heart yeah for sure it is me it's that's where you know i think we opened up when i see the word authentic like that's just it's it's who we are you know and you get i agree and it might get to a point where it becomes a little more polished and a little more structured and all these things but i mean just i've seen that people like the refreshing aspect of just being real right yeah when I get on there and I'm like posting about my beliefs for saving this country and wanting to get back to, to, to where, you know, we have our values and, and, and our beliefs at, at the center again, or just what's right, good versus evil. Like, I'm not going to be quiet about that. Part of the reason of having a business is to be able to have a platform to speak from, you know, and we're just, we are who we are, you know, and we're going to continue to make good gear. Hopefully it's just badass stuff that we can promote and that we pour our blood, sweat and tears and heart into and if there's a little, you know, I don't know, a little Brian soapbox attached to it, so be it. But just, I can't, <laughs> I can't, it's the way God made me. I'm not a quiet individual, you know? So anyway, but one last thing on red lipstick, I forgot. She shot that deer. I was like, we got to get a picture. She goes, hang on. And she pulls lipstick out of her, out of her walls coveralls I'd given her, my old walls coveralls. And she's like, <laughs> put your fire, fire engine red lipstick on. Like fixes her makeup. It's like now I'm ready. You know, grabs that buck. I'm like, all right. Oh like, my god! Of course she is. Oh, makes those blue eyes pop. Yeah, that is so awesome. Well, you guys, if you're listening, go to over other over underclothing.com. Get your new summer stuff. All of their summer gear just launched um, in the last few weeks. Uh, or, you know, you might want to go on and plan for next season because when hunting season starts rolling around, those bags starts flying off the shelves. Yep. Fall's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, you guys are also over under clothing on, um, over under co on Instagram, right? Yeah. You know, that was back. I'll be honest. My me when I was just, I was in my spare bedroom, like one six foot folding table, a handful of like, like target racks for t-shirts. So before. And I was like, what's interesting? We should do it. He's like, 
oh yeah, you need to do Instagram. Like, I'm like, I don't know what that is. You do it. So he, he started the handle over <laughs> or under underscore co. I'm like, I wish we could change that. That's, that's as, as formal as it got back in the day. I didn't even know what Instagram in 2010, 11, you know? So, and now it's what a lot of brands are, are measured by as a standard of, you know, engagement and posts. So, and I want to say real quick, thank you. And I mean, just, I know you said thank you for, for us being here, but man, it's been so cool to watch you and it's encouraging because we want to take our kids and get them involved more in the outdoors. And I see you taking your daughters around and, and what all you do I, it makes, you know, you say we live a fast paced lifestyle. I don't know how you do it, but I love seeing you take your kiddos out there and have them be a part of this. It's such a cool thing to see a mom raising her girls that way. And, you know, I just, I hope there's as many young men for my, for, our girls to choose from as there are girls right now out there by strong mamas, because I see a lot of mama bears and I'm like, all right, dads, you better get it in gear. We got some work to do fathers to raise these boys. Cause I need four son-in-laws in about 20 years that, that can, um, you know, lead my, my young ladies. But anyway, kudos to you for what all you do. It's, it's encouraging, refreshing. And it sometimes I get tired of seeing your Instagram posts. I'm like, how do you do it? So keep it up. Oh. It's awesome. Love watching you. Well, we both live what JC got so sick of hearing this growing up, but just a humble, grateful life. I, every single day I get up and I say, I can't believe I get to do this. No matter how hard it is, no matter the disappointments that come, I mean, curveballs left and right. Like I've got my own set of stories that nobody has any idea that happens behind the scenes. And it's not that I don't want to hide them. It's that I literally used them as opportunity, right? Like I, I, I rarely post or talk about my mental management stuff and and all the things that I've learned through shooting. And, and I'm going to get better at doing that. That's like my next thing, because we've talked about like me rebranding and getting back to the ladies events and all that stuff. And so um, this morning, I just I was I just pulled up my Instagram and there were these three quotes. And I'm like, I never shared the side of me, but you hear about it. Like we talk hours about yep. these things and I'm like, okay, well it's just on my heart. So it's not normal for me to throw this stuff out there, but I do think that our stories that, you know, if we just show the good parts and our reward and we don't show the journey of getting there, then we're not as relatable as we should be. hundred percent. I mean, you know, it's like, it's the Instagram style, right? It's like, here's, here's my life's better than yours. Like I can show only the, only the highlights. Like if I should probably start taking my Snapchats and put them on Instagram, it might, we might lose our, uh, no, we might lose. We I probably, don't have Snapchats. Like, <laughs> well, I, I only got it for my kids. So like, so I could like literally do quick little snippets, but people that get them are like, you need to have a YouTube channel. Like if you saw the behind the scenes at the horn house on a given dinner night, like, or just like what goes on my wife and I, you know, or like, yeah, you're hilarious ahead for, you know, for, <laughs> doing misbehaving or, or doing something silly or stupid, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. When you said the word curveballs, good gosh almighty, you know, yeah. I wasn't a ball hitter growing up, man, I'm not still not, but I've gotten, I've gotten served quite a few in the last, you know, decade. Like you, like you found out, go be your own boss, be an entrepreneur and get ready to try and hit the curve because you well, wake COVID up. COVID just created that. It's like, for me, that's right. when everything changed because I had gone through all my mental management stuff. I had figured out who I wanted to be when I grew up. Yep. Because before, like, you know, uh, I picked up a shotgun in 2016 was the first time. Um, and so it was like. I didn't know that. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. So you all these. You didn't pick up a shotgun until 2016. 
No, I had my first lesson April 14th of 2016. My wife will feel a little bit better. because she, I, think, I think she thought you were born with a shotgun in your hands. So. No, I tell my parents that I'm like, why didn't y'all let me shoot when I was a teenager? So they <laughs> give me a basketball. But, you know, and so just long story short, it's like, I finally figured out what I wanted to do and what I was good at and yeah. also what fueled me. Like it literally brings so much joy. I put blinders on when I figured out the joy of running a bird dog. I think I dropped every sense of responsibility and just said, yep. you know what? Like I, I just, I don't care how this is going to work out. We're going to make this work. Like there is no plan B. And my coach always talks about burn the boat, just burn the boat that, that, you know, you have no escape route. It just is the way that it is. And so I had no idea what the opportunities were and I had no idea what the, the plan was, but we were going and we had so much fun doing it together that when a curveball came, I just took a detour. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes I didn't always take the right detour. It was <laughs> the long detour. But JC was texting me, you know, she's in Wyoming this summer and um, yeah, she's been in that. politics for like the last year. And she oh, yeah. loved it. And she's a mover and a shaker. And she's yeah. got out there and, and God got her quiet. Dropped her in the middle of this ranch and she's riding every day and uh, working horses. And she kind of got back to her roots, you know. And so yep. she's living a lot in reflection. And I just mess. she was messaging me something. And I said, there are no losses. There's only lessons learned. Wow. And so who cares? Like at the end of the day, like we're fighting every single day to keep our industry. Like yeah. I'm, my priorities have changed so much from my early thirties to right now. It's like, I want to leave a legacy that fuels people to be their best self. And there's no like monetary attachment to that. Nope. I get it. That's awesome. Good for you. That's very well said. Yeah. You said one more time, you want to leave a legacy that just ahead. inspires people to be their best self. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just do it through bird dogs and shotguns. Well, you know, there's all different types of therapists out there, but if you no, want to get in the outdoors you know, and want to figure out yourself, yeah, call me. Yeah. No, yeah. when you said, you just do a bird dog. I love that. Like there's so I many, and, you know, I hit on the fact of the, of the name I run, but really, I mean, gosh, mighty, it came because my dog, I bought a dog because I was duck hunting on the coast a good bit. Moody Jacksonville, Moody Savannah before that was, was shooting teal, losing birds left and right. I mean, and five foot of cattails, deep, you know, marsh grass. I'm like, golly, I spend all this time, money, effort, wake up at two thirty in the morning, you know, <laughs> driving over dikes, pulling my boat with a winch, or trying to shoot three teal. And I'm like, man, where these little things go? As big as a shoebox, I can't find it. So, bought my dog. But like you said, watching when I when I, I didn't grow up with labs. People probably think I did. I grew up around a lot of them. Then got to college, dogs everywhere. Was a member of fraternity. You know, thirty five labs on a given chapter night. Kind of got to use people's dogs at that point, got on to duck hunting and waterfowling, but didn't have my own, but got to kind of use guys that would say, Hey, yeah, I can get my dog and fell in love with that watching them. And they weren't even like really trained dogs. They were just, they were labs. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're a lab. You've got web paws. You're coming with me and my guinea. Cause I want to go shoot some ducks. And I was hunting all this public land around Athens. I uh, just found any kind of Creek swamp, you know, body of water I could find. I was just teaching myself and um, watch these dogs work and then getting my own. And man, watching a dog working, then when you train your own dog and get to watch that dog do what you, the time effort, 
you know, money you put into that dog, it is one of the most rewarding things in the world. And seeing them come alive, right? Like, hey, my dog's sitting here like a fireplace dog right now. She's like, you know, <laughs> she I'm, I'm is. You put it on a dove field, and that dog will go get everybody's birds and bring them to me. I'm like, all right, I got my limit on it. Lottie. But Lottie, too, Lottie, too, makes me look like a lot better shooter than I am uh, real quick at, on a dove field. Because she'll bring me anybody's birds in 50 yards, 100 yards. They're, they're coming to my hand. Because she's like, look, I don't know who that guy is. That, that's a bird, but I'm going to bring it to you. So, But yeah. anyway, point is, it's just fun to watch them work. And it is. Like you said, you know, if you chase your dream. And, and the fact that you can spread the gospel through bird dogs. That's killer. You know, you're, you're, you're literally living. We're all, I mean, I do believe we're all missionaries in some way, shape or form. So you're doing it through shotguns, bird dogs and taking your kids on the road. So it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're just, li- we're just figuring it out as we go. It's, it's, it's been, it's been a dream life, even though it was hard and we didn't really know what to expect and right. stuff. But when doors open, I just wanted to walk through them. I just want you know, I just felt it in my heart that this was the path that I was supposed to go on. And it's been really cool to have the support of not just my own personal family, but of our outdoors family and people just rally around you and cheer you on. So I am so grateful that you came on today and that I could introduce our listeners to who Brian Horn is with over under what the message is with over under why I'm obsessed with your brand. It goes so much deeper than just your amazing products and the quality of your gear. It's definitely the mindset and the mission and the heart of your brand. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, we didn't even talk about we talk a whole lot about guns or hunting or 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 a lot of gear, right? We got into kind of just the life aspect, which I love. And that's part. Yeah. It's, it's part of who we are. Um, tell me, I don't want to get out there pretty soon and and uh, chase some birds because it's getting. I love summer and I love fly fishing. I love flats and I love being around the coast. I, I love sometimes my kids, but gosh, I am like counting down to fall. I just love. I love fall. Well, you guys stay tuned, follow over under co on Instagram because they do an annual dove hunt in Northwest Georgia and they'll open up tickets and they sell out fast. Yep. And we're going to get some other, some other cool stuff kind of coming as well. So we'll, uh, we'll keep that under our under wraps right now, but y'all stay tuned. We're, we're looking forward to, again, just keep on you know, growing this brand. We've been really fortunate and, and have favor. And as long as we're around, we're going to keep, you know, I said it years ago, over-unders a brand that I want to see be around for a long, long time. And we want to bring more, more folks into the over-under family. So Aww. thank you. And I appreciate you taking time to, to let us chat. For sure. Anytime when your new stuff comes out and you have breaking news, you give me a call. We'll bring you back on. Breaking news, ladies, ladies line. No, we got to get, I got to get you, you know, you know, I need to catch up about some, some of that stuff. So we need to get, we need to get a little thank tank going in Charleston. Okay, and, uh, sounds good. I'll and, be there in a heartbeat. Get a board and a sketch pad and a tech designer out and start getting some clothes for you. Okay, sounds Not good. And all the, the lady shooters, right? So yeah, all of them. There, there's a lot more coming out. We just if we if we open up opportunity for them, then hopefully they'll stick around. Yep, that's it. All right, we're going to be a part of it. So, well, we love you. We're we're thankful for you, and we'll um, well, like I said. We'll keep in touch. We'll keep on. You keep chasing your dream. We'll keep chasing ours. Thank you for sticking around for another episode of All American Wing Shooting Podcast.
My first rifle was a 243. And Papa gave Daddy, and Daddy gave to me. 